Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, January 10th, 2022. Probably the greatest week 18 of all time. Are we agreeing? <laughs> That's safe to say. There's uh, no competition. There for were it. three very good games in every window. I would say that much. We don't even, I mean, there is a national day. I did write it down. It's National Clean Your Desk Off Day. It's episode 71. But there's really no need to get into. Uh, yes into the national day today after the day of football we just had that, yeah national week 18 day national week 18 day that yeah. was an all-timer the only thing we need to address before we actually start talking about football is uh adam's on a bye week this week he's out covid protocols he's out um so yeah. uh, entered health and safety protocols yeah. yes so. this is adam's like third time being on covid protocols yeah yeah so, uh-huh. well some guys just have bad luck you yeah know? yeah um what a day what a day. I mean, Alex is a Raider fan. I'm a Steeler fan, so you get a pretty interesting angle today. And, uh, yeah, the tie fest, it, it came down to the end. And um, to say I was sweaty, to say that I – because, I mean, I'll be fair here. Alex, you were playing with house money by the end of that game. Yeah. Raiders tie and you're in, so you're like, okay, I'm not that worried. Like, if we win, great. I was on the ground. I couldn't feel my face. There were points I thought it was over, but – to see that kick go through the posts at the end, I mean, that was a that was jubilation right there. It, it wouldn't be the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers if we didn't have to sweat it out. I mean, having the worst quarterback ever wasn't enough. We had to go to that. So, what a game. What a game. It was, uh, it was an absolutely thrilling game, like Phil said, um, you know, bo- for both of ourselves. We had, you know, Owen was cheering, for, was a fan of the tie. Yeah. I was yeah. a fan of the Raiders. And you were a fan of the Steelers, so it was a great mix. Um, and <laughs> well, I don't it was know about great. <laughs> I was kind of worried that you know the Raiders wouldn't be able to get out of their own end zone, out of their own end, and they'd have to give the ball back. But after uh, Card, what a beautiful throw to Zay Jones to get oh. the first down. That was oh oh my god. And uh, so I was feeling a little bit better after that. Um, but yeah, very interesting end. Yes, it was. I mean, my perspective. We can go through everybody here again. Rooting against the tie i was okay with big plays either way i was okay with an interception either way i just wanted it to end in a safe manner the timeout was really like a, a moment from the gods of like okay you're you're meant to make the playoffs the, the nonsensical timeout the jacobs run it all came together perfectly and it's got me feeling like you know what we go into kansas city next week we might lose by 30 but now that we're the team of destiny you never know we took over team of destiny from you tonight that's what we did that's right really that's right. you don't you're not going to give oakland the team of destiny yeah they probably are but it's okay. it's okay you were rooting for the tie so from your perspective what'd you think yeah i was i just i mean i thought it would be a better you know it'd be a better game to see kansas city versus uh either i think they were they would have played what the chargers or the raiders one of the two that sounds not right. the Steelers is your yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, it would have been better to have yeah, yeah, all around the board. Semantics of you to say who would they have <laughs> yeah. played when you just didn't want to watch Roethlisberger. Yeah. Hater. Yeah. yeah, it would it's I mean, I could be wrong, I might be wrong. So, you know, don't quote me on this, but I thought it would have been a better matchup. So I was going at this of the perspective of like I want to see the best football possible. And so I was rooting for the tie. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, I mean, I thought I really did think there uh, at the end it was going to be a tie, and I think we all did kind of at, at, at right. Oh, I did. Right, oh, yeah. At the timeout, we were kind of like, "What is going on?" 
Well, the first play yeah. out of the two-minute warning, I I went from standing to laying down in the corner. I was like, this is, they're playing for a tie. You're kidding. This is really happening right now. But then, uh, not to be. That that was a glorious moment for me. I'm not going to lie. As far as two of my two teams <laughs> playing that I don't care about, that was as good as it gets. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the clock was just zipping down, and I'm like, yeah. Raiders have no urgency. <laughs> like, they're just contently running the ball. And... Uh, as a Raiders fan, I'm not too sure why we'd be okay with the tie. I mean, I think there's still a huge difference between playing the Chiefs and the and the Bengals. Yeah, I've Fair. been a big fan of the Bengals, but still, like, like uh, Mahomes Reed is tough <laughs> instead of uh, Burrow and Zach Taylor. So, yeah, I'm not sure why, uh, but I, I'm hoping someone like in five, ten years, just they make a doc or something about this, and they're like, yeah, like we were yeah. going for the tie. And well, then, what made it so amazing? There were just so many moving parts at the end of the game. It was like, all right, who's playing who? If this doesn't go this way. Uh, just check in on any Steeler fan, you know, make sure they're doing okay. They weren't, uh, I mean, there's angles to go with it, but I guess the last chargers drive between at the end of the fourth quarter, the Mm. 19 play 82 yard drive with about four first down completions. That was one of the flukiest drives I've ever seen, but there's hard. It's hard for me not to watch that drive and think, wow, Herbert is amazing because he was getting pounded every time by uh your boy crosby and just getting up putting it in the tightest windows every single time receivers are dropping balls 19 play drive didn't matter put it in right perfect to mike williams at the end i mean it's hard not to watch that and think i mean even if the if the coach had a brain for the last two minutes of overtime that that guy would be a threat in the playoffs that's the way i saw it at least yeah, I think a lot of this has to be coaching because I don't th- even think it's necessarily the end there. I think you also have to look back at that uh, fourth and one from like the 19 or 20 where they kind of ran it right into the line and ended up losing like two yards. In the so third I think, quarter. Yeah, yeah, in the third quarter. So I think the uh, play calling all around was kind of suspect. But but yeah, it was unbelievable. He was making uh, throws that, you know, he would make you know two or three good throws on first, second, and third down that would just hit receivers in the hands or in the chest. And then fourth down, he would just nail some guy in like the tightest window like you were saying it was unbelievable to watch he really was and yeah, you, he's nuts you saying he's the best quarterback in the nfl you said that two months ago mm-hmm. you can see that i don't fully agree with you yet but the seed is is being planted yeah yeah i mean i don't think you can really hang that loss on him i think he did what he could uh, you know oh no n- pick notwithstanding will. yeah herbert like you said that last drive was crazy took forever but uh <laughs> i was like okay they have three timeouts like i don't know if it'll be enough they get to like like the 10 they still have like three timeouts i'm like yeah. wait what like Staley was banking him into next year going yeah. On? <laughs> yeah so um but i was so impressed with with herbert like just all the composure in the world he had those two fourth downs where i was like yeah. the, the game's ending here and I, one was the flag one was the other one where he finds mike williams so i'm um, you know honestly charger fans you know t- tonight is tough for you guys but uh you've got a really good one in you your hands in Justin. Yeah. And then speaking of fourth downs, I think the one he had in the in the overtime where he hit uh I don't remember who it was on the crossing route that ended up going for like thirty yards. I think that was on Williams. fourth down. Or there was another play either that, that was one or before on that. fourth down, yeah. Yeah, it was a fourth. So he I think he converted like ended up you know, yeah. three or four there, which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said Charger fans, just Charger fan would have sufficed. Charger fan, yeah, 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 yeah. whoever yeah. you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um the last thing on that game really I think is probably the the timeout at the end. We we were talking about it for quite a while here before we got started and um I didn't understand it as it was happening. I don't think anybody understood it. The advantages of, you know, maybe getting the ball back. I mean, you you're going to have no timeouts and you're going to be on your own 10. Uh, with 20 seconds left so I didn't see any advantage I was happy that he did it I mean I'm sure every Steeler fan was 
through the roof that he did it. But Owen was saying that the, that doesn't happen without the Jacobs run. You think the timeout sort of pales in comparison to the Jacobs run. Is that right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, I think when we look at the timeout, I think we confirm this, that it, it was towards the end of the play clock. So it didn't really make a huge like material difference in terms of time on the clock. Um, and, 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 you know, they were set up before the timeout and after the timeout in the same formation. So I, you know, I assume they were going to run the same play regardless, which they probably did. Um, and so to me, the only difference is Jacobs ends up going for, I think a seven or eight yard run there might've even been a couple yards more, mm-hmm. uh, which turned that field goal from what, what it ended up being, which is 47, you know, it would have otherwise been a closer 58. to like a yeah 58 yard field goal, which I think in that case, you could even they, they might still attempt that with the kicker they have, but you can make a case to uh, to not you know not even attempt that mm-hmm. in that scenario with the tie sending them to the playoffs. So I think that was that run by Jacobs was was massive. Yeah, no, hundred percent as good as Carlson is. Like, you know, kicking it from fifty six, fifty seven, however long that is. Um, you know, there's no guarantee he'd get it, and then you're also maybe potentially gambling with the with the kick six. So I uh, I was also confused. I. Like the late the the Raiders were getting up to the line of scrimmage, clock is running down. They're getting ready to run the play, and then he like calls a timeout. Like, why would you not yeah. just call the timeout with like nine nine ten seconds before? Yeah, like, that was also very like if you're if you want if you're being greedy and you want the ball back, why would you not call the timeout before? I don't know. That didn't make it like he let quite a bit of the clock run out. So he yeah, didn't confused. save him like much of anything. Yeah, the Raiders were about to stop the ball, and he's like, "Okay, yeah. timeout." I'm no, like, that's what? exactly right. There there were so many things that you could say that he could have done differently and, and it would have been better. The fact that he even took the timeout at all to me was dumb. But then he lets it go down to six. Like you said, why don't you take that at 40 and yeah. bank it? Because if it wasn't clear enough to you already from the first two Raider plays out the two-minute warning or draw, draw, that he's going for the tie, then I don't know why you're taking it at the end and you need to see what personnel they come in uh, come out in. You know what they're doing. Right. And I think I said this before the pod, but to me this seems like it might have been an issue with like personnel on defense there because I don't think it gives them much of an advantage in terms of time management. So maybe there was like some issue yeah. with substitutions or maybe there was like, you know, this is speculation. We don't know, but there might've been, you know, 12 guys on the field or some miscommunication there where they have to avoid a penalty or avoid uh defensive miscue and call a timeout to make sure they got the right guys out there. Or it's a five quarter game, even just trying to get the guys a break or a breath yeah. or something. Yeah, that's probably, but in that case, like that's probably not the right decision. You probably leave the guys. It's one or two more plays. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I mean, I don't know. We're, we're taping before we can hear any uh, post-game sound bites because it's already basically eleven o'clock. So we got to get a move on here. True. But um, <laughs> if that got clarified in the post-game, sorry. But this is pretty immediate after. Um, I mean, I mean, the Raiders are going. We'll talk about the playoff matchups in a bit, but uh, we'll just tuck it away till then. But anything else on this game? And I mean, it was one of the more memorable games you'll ever see, really. So, yeah. Anything else you wanted to add on this one? I don't know. I think it would have been. Just the cherry on top would have been seeing Carlson miss his first field goal ever in that stadium <laughs> to send it to <laughs> a tie. The puke on top would have been that. <laughs> for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, I would have been. I would have lost my mind. Yeah, so, he had that one kick too. Was his the one that grazed uh-huh. the post? Yes, yes, that one. Hopkins one looked a little shaky too. I mean, that was just a complete nail biter. It was one of the most fun games I've watched in my oh, life. Oh, hundred percent, absolutely. When when do the Chargers get guys that make field goals? That's my question. <laughs> he goes up there. I'm like, oh, this is a miss. It's the Chargers. <laughs> nope, not my night until the end. Uh, San Francisco beat Los Angeles. I mean, great this game. was a great game as well. Yeah. As was the Steeler game against the Ravens. But I mean, that was great in a different way. That was like ugly great. 
the games got better as we went. Yeah. So, I mean, saying it's a great game after you watch the game we just watched kind of pales in comparison, but still super fun. And Niners, I mean, they're seven points away with two minutes to go from having their season end, and they get the ball back with, what, like a minute 20? Yeah. Just put it in Debo's hands. And, um, I mean, best player on the field, he, he certainly was that today, I thought. Threw a touchdown, ran for one, and then the big catch to put him into range. And then, obviously, the win in overtime. Is it you more impressed by San Francisco playing for that with the season on the line? Or are you a little more concerned about the Rams after that one? Or do you think it's just two great teams going at it there? I can, I can speak on the Rams because obviously I was impressed with uh, San Francisco, but I was concerned a bit with how they protected uh, Stafford. I think he, he was ended up being sacked like five times and getting hurried or pressured like 12 or 13 times, which concerns me because, uh, you know, that's obviously not what you want to have going into a game against the, uh, against the Cardinals. The, yeah, the Cardinals. Well, I think, nevertheless, Chandler Jones. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. It's 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 concern that concerned me a little bit. Uh, and Matthew Stafford. I mean, I think he's really good, but uh, I think he makes some. His decision making at times is is a bit baffling to me. I think he makes some throws. He's got a little bit of a Carson Wentz kind of uh, character flair to him. Those where are he, words you don't want to hear about yourself. No, and I love Stafford, but he makes some throws that are I think probably drive McVay a little crazy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was more impressed with the uh, with the 49ers though. I mean, uh, J- Jimmy threw two picks um and they still found a way to win. Um and it was like what like barely a minute left when they and they had the yeah. ball at like the 10 like it was a heck of a punt too. Yeah. Um and I was like, "Okay, this there's no way." And uh they just find a way to get down there and uh and and tie the game. And I was super impressed with Jimmy and that's that's why I've kind of been in Jimmy's corner this whole year. Like I get the Trey Lance hype, I get everything, but like you're not if Trey Lance is in that position, you're not winning that game. Like I think only Jimmy could have done that. I think I, I still think you know he has some some clutch aspect in him, and and good for Kyle Shanahan. And holy smokes, Debo is like wow. I'm so yeah. impressed. Like the running and uh, like how he plays as wide receiver and everything. Um, he was definitely a star in that game. So he's a big reason why they won too. Yeah, of course. I I showed Owen uh, before Sunday night the graphic of Patriots select. 32nd, Nikhil Harry, Niners select 36th, Debo Samuel. That, I mean, flip yeah. those two, and Tom Brady might be a Patriot still. You never know. Strong from the waist down. Yeah, according to Joe thick. Buck. Yes. Thick, thick. The other thing, too, thick. I wanted to say with the Niners is uh, I know we've kind of trashed McVay, or sorry, not McVay, uh, Shanahan at times, but he is like one of the most probably creative play callers I see in the NFL. Like some of the stuff he dials up is nuts. Like he will, you know, have. Uh, Samuel Wyatt on one play, next play will be in the backfield. He runs these like weird like zone stretch run concepts. It's 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 a t- he'd be a tough guy to plan to to kind of game plan for. So I give credit to him too because that offense is you know it's creative. Yeah, no doubt. And I mean, you watch that game and you watch. I thought McVay was very good in that game too. And then you watch the game tonight and it's like okay, there's a like Brandon Staley. I mean, and people love him, but there's a whole nother level you have to get yeah. to to coach with those two. And um, I mean, that was just. San Francisco, I wouldn't want to be playing them right now because, like you said, Jimmy. I mean, we can hype up Trey Lance all you want, but there's a veteran characteristic of that guy's been in a big game and he's not phased when he gets the ball back down uh, down Minute seven. In one second, amazing, and it, it was very fast. They scored with time on the clock, twenty two yeah. seconds, I think. And uh, I mean, all the credit to them. That was a great game. Uh, the Steelers Ravens game. The Steelers won that one, sixteen thirteen. Uh, I should mention, we're not going to go through every game. We'll just do the important ones and then talk about the matchups. But uh, the Steelers-Ravens game goes down to the wire as well. I mean, Pittsburgh, listen, I'll be truthful. No, I'll be truthful. I mean, (laughs) 
that opposite o- of the soapbox. <laughs> Get off the soapbox. That offense made the playoffs that I watched today. I mean, they couldn't run the ball the entire game, but I mean, the wobbler on fourth and eight, it just, I don't, I don't have any disillusions about where they're going to go on Sunday night, but I was just happy that they were able to make it. Roethlisberger's final season, um, I mean, really all the credit goes to Tomlin, but it, I don't want to give him too much credit because it wasn't exactly that they were playing the 85 Bears today. The Ravens are not uh, not exactly the greatest Ravens team Roethlisberger's yeah. ever played against. So, uh, I don't know. Still a gutty win. I mean, I'm just happy. If you guys have any takes on this game, go ahead. Like, uh, once again, great game. Shout out Tyler Huntley. He was, uh, you know, f- fighting in there. And him and Ben were just trading wild throws, it kind of seemed at times. <laughs> the Huntley like, interception in the fourth quarter was a gift from the gods. More than the timeout. Man, he was... Uh, it looked reckless from both of them at certain points. Uh, ben definitely liked the out routes out into the sideline. Uh, what's his name? Fr- Fryermouth? Yeah. Fr- yeah. yeah. That was, like, his was favorite nuts. target for, like, the f- last five minutes of the quarter. Um, but... Shout out to Ben on um, that was a sick play from like the five to the, the Chase Claypool one where he like yeah. he was gonna throw it to Fairmouth and he pulls it and finds Claypool. Let's go see. So at you know when you have that veteran experience, it it is irreplaceable. You know, it was a great yeah. play by him. So well, I thought. I mean, even in the I know he's not the greatest quarterback you ever seen, and most of the days he's turning in a four out of ten report card, but. <laughs> he, even in those situations in the drive, it's not like I'm panicking yeah. for them. I'm like, okay, I know where the ball is probably going to be taken care of here. I don't exactly think we're down the field stretch, but it's not like I think we're going to really turn it over or make a bad play. I think he's pretty comfortable with his limitations. Um, but he did throw one of the worst interceptions ever in the first quarter. <laughs> That's that right. Just That's a, saying something because yeah. his standards this season have dropped. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. But uh, I know you wanted to see the Ravens win that game. You just hate the Steelers for some reason. Yeah. Well, I hate the Steelers because I don't like watching them play. But uh, <laughs> but uh, can't now, I'll you. give some flowers to Ben because, you know, I think this team, every game I've seen them play in, they just like play to their opponent's level. And Phil's mentioned that too, where it's like you'll tie the Lions and then you'll beat the Bills. You'll, you know, it's yeah. like. No, it's a, it's a key. Yeah. cog in the tomlin era yeah. it it's team identity bizarre. yeah it yeah. is i mean it happened all of last year yeah. they would squeak by the worst teams to 11 and 0 and then they met a real team and they just got <laughs> curb stomped yeah no it's bizarre uh but i mean at the end of games i think uh, if i'm a steelers fan which i'm obviously not if i at the end of games big ben he doesn't worry me some of the time like i remember that game against the vikings a couple weeks ago it was um, great that day where he was unbelievable he would just he was march he, you know marched down the field and gave his team he put a ball right in uh i think it was Frymouth's chest yes dropped, uh, yeah. that he ended up getting ended up getting knocked away but i mean he was poised he was poised today at the even though he was throwing just some peyton manning 2015 level tucks there i mean he's putting them where they needed to be so i give credit to big ben i think he's a guy in the playoffs where he could you know he'll probably rise to the level of the Mahomes. uh <laughs> the Chiefs. He's got a couple years. You know, left. he'll be he'll they'll try as hard as they can. As well say. Yeah, they will. They certainly will. And I mean, even t- I mean, I liked how Tomlin one of the first Tomlin goes to the podium and he's all hyped, and then immediately, like twenty seconds after the hype, he calms down, and just goes a lot of warts, a lot of warts, but we got the win. I was like, yeah, that's how you do it. A lot of warts is putting it lightly, but uh, we'll see what happens next Sunday. Uh, last game is the Colts and the Jags because oh, of what a colossal mess the Colts were today. Um, 
I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I sat here on the show a few weeks ago and I said, I have the Colts figured out. If they get the lead, they're unstoppable. If they fall behind, they're in major trouble because they don't trust their quarterback. And when they fell behind 7 nothing, I knew right away, like, okay, well, maybe live bet the Jags because this is, uh, they have a chance now. That's the way I saw it. Wentz was abysmal today. And, uh, the Colts traded a first-round pick for him. Just your reminder. That goes to the uh, Eagles. Oh, my. So I forgot about that. That is tough. Um, Second in there, too. Maybe third. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe the yeah, maybe Jonathan Taylor. Cap. Compensation. <laughs> um, what a bad loss that was. Anything on the Colts, really? I mean, that's, just, I, like you said, that was uh, uh, an embarrassing loss. Um, I, I don't know. T- Taylor played... Okay, but definitely didn't have over 100 yards. Yeah, when um, you fall behind, you can't use them the same. That's, yeah. that's true. You yeah. can't use them the same, like you said, and that's because they rely on the on the run game so much. But Wentz was abysmal, abysmal. Yeah. He couldn't find anybody. They could not connect on anything. It was pick after pick. Um, but I have to give credit to Lawrence. He did play pretty well. His best game of his career, obviously. Um, threw two touchdowns, no picks, so... Um, I don't know what it is about Duval, but like these guys just can't win in there. Like yeah, it, it's yeah. crazy with with the playoffs on the line. You get not only do you lose to the Jags, you get crushed by the Jags. The, g- the game was over in the, in the second quarter. <laughs> yeah. Like it was nowhere near. Like so g- good good on the Jags though. I locked them. So let's you go. did. did. Congratulations. Not a big deal. Yeah, Alex, yeah. a six and zero picks week this week. Mm. Hope you listen. Has anybody gone six and zero this year? Nope. Wow. Really? Wait, in week to, 18. Yeah. Wait Alex to, from behind. From behind. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I didn't realize You might that. catch Banani. You never know. <laughs> oh, you please, literally might. Please. Uh, <laughs> um, anything on the Colts one? I mean, I think, uh, I mean, you might look back at Wentz for a first and be like, oh, we could have had Minshew for a sixth. Like, <laughs> that that might have worked out. Could I have Flacco for seven? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have worked better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you guys kind of touched on it. I think, in my opinion, there were times of the season where I thought they were up there you know with the scariest teams in the afc so i was disappointed not to see him uh, but i think it's mostly on falls on wentz's shoulders in my opinion and i don't know about you guys but if i'm the colts i'm starting to kind of look towards maybe the draft i know the qb class isn't great this year but you could probably get a guy late in the first round or mid first round i guess at this point kind of um and you could take a flyer on you know like a matt corral or somebody like that mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. that was something you were interested in which, I mean, they clearly don't trust the guy. When they do put the ball in his hands with the chance to win the game, he tends to make some of the worst throws you'll ever see, Like where you're like, what was he like looking at? Why did he make that decision? I love Wentz. So, like, I can just imagine the film room with this guy must be just brutal. Like, the coach is just, it just must be like, you know, what, like, what are you doing? Like, what, what is going through your head? And you just, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think when you, you say, like, oh, like, they might look to the draft, right? Like, the, the quarterbacks who are available this offseason, I, I think Fox flashed a chart today. It's terrible. Yeah, There's it's nobody bad. good is going to be on the free agent market or in the draft. So when you look to, like, kind of, like, I mean, a lot of these teams, I think you see it with Cleveland leaking that they're going to look and keep in Baker and extending Baker today. That's because there's nobody else available for them. And like, I mean, you obviously look to bring in some competition where you can, but the Colts already tried to do that with Eason and it didn't work. So I don't know where they go, but they got to figure something out. Yeah. And the other thing too, is I think Wentz is pretty delicate. He's got, he's an ego guy. So if you bring someone in and it doesn't end up panning out, you might, uh, you might make him angry. Well, God forbid you hurt his feelings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, He's a franchise quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know if the, uh, I don't know if the Colts do have a first round pick, right? Oh, they don't. Yeah. Cause they, they they don't, I think so. They rated it, but so that's even worse. Cause I was like, I kind of like Matt Corral. I like Kenny Pickett Uh bring some competition. Cause I think they're better than Jacob Eason. 
But yeah. like you said, I don't know where you go from here. Like yeah. unless yeah. you make another trade or something, but just having Wentz is is tough. Yeah, Hundley so might just get paid, paid poor poor choice oh. poor choice making by him. And uh, I kind of feel bad for Taylor. Like honestly, having a yeah. great game, and like you said, he probably wanted to do something about it. But when you're behind so much, you're not going to run the ball with Taylor. So yeah, tough. No, they were in tough today. Good on the Jags too. Um, the playoff matchups will obviously make our picks on Wednesday or Thursday for you guys. So don't uh, we won't be getting into the picks side of things here, but just looking at it and how it lays out. Tennessee gets the bye in the AFC. We got the Chiefs as the two taking on the Steelers as the seven. Here we go. We got the Bills as the three taking on the Pats, and we got the Bengals as the four taking on Alex's Raiders. I mean, any favorite matchup there that you're looking forward to more than others? Is it Bills Pats round three, or what you guys think? Bills Pats round three. I that is probably the juiciest matchup to me. Saturday night. Saturday night. Um, just given the uh, just kind of the, the the seasons have been interesting for both teams. Uh, when I look at them, like the the Pats coming in and beating the Bills right uh, mm-hmm. like last month, um, with Mac throwing however many yards he threw he was, three was super embarrassing. Through through three passes and uh, you know Belichick flexing. Well, you know. Bills go back down. You, you guys suck. You're not winning the winning the division title this year, and then they go to the they go to New England and beat them there. So round three is going to be really interesting in uh, in uh, Buffalo. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Yeah, I wonder what the line's going to be there because you might, I might just be a pick'em to be honest. Because I mean, who can yeah. tell at this point? Yeah. It looks very even to me. Uh, the good development for Buffalo is it looks like they can finally run the ball a little bit, which they've been needing to do for a while. Singletary's been Singletary's coming Terry's on. Nice. Mac yeah. Jones also didn't look good today against the Dolphins. So yeah, yeah. But he's also you know got he's cursed a little bit. Yeah, I'll tip my hat now. I don't pick the Patriots, so I'm picking the Bills there. Yeah, they were talking in the in the broadcast for the for the Pats game. Um, they were like, you know, Mac Jones was really good at the start of the season because we kept it so simple, and now we've tried to. You know, add some more dynamics to his offense, and clearly that yeah, pick six doesn't in the first really quarter. work. So <laughs> yeah, you got to keep it pretty simple with Mac. Yeah, yeah. apparently uh, Tennessee gets the bye. You think that's a big advantage? Is that enough for you to say okay, they're the favorite in this conference, or what do you think? Going? Oh, in the AFC, I, I, I would hesitate to call anybody a clear favorite. I mean, you know, I think any team can win on any given week. I think we've seen that in the regular season. Obviously, having Henry back is massive, and so that changes things. Uh, and so you could say they're a slight favorite, but I, I still like, um, I would like Kansas City, their experience, their coaching, um, and they kind of have that second year that I've seen that they might be able to, might be able to give them a little bit of an advantage here. If they, obviously, you know, Steelers are a big hurdle, so. Yeah, I mean, oh, be, be afraid. The all-time sack leader's coming in. Um, <laughs> I think the bracket probably broke the nicest for Kansas City. I mean, you'd think not getting the bye is going to be a huge detriment for you, but uh, I mean... Getting to play Pittsburgh is a pretty nice compensation. <laughs> and uh, Cincinnati as well. I think they should handle Vegas in the jungle on Saturday morning. But uh, for them, I mean, they didn't put their starters in today. I thought they might regret that. Maybe, you know, try to move up, go up to the three or whatever. But it worked out for them in the end, getting the Raiders. I think that's a decent matchup for them. Um, in the NFC, we got the Packers getting the bye as the one seed. We got the two seed Buccaneers against the seven seed Eagles. We got the three seed Dallas against the six seed San Francisco. And we got the four seed Rams taking on the Cardinals on Monday night. That's going to be exciting. Monday night football. It's my birthday, so I'm excited for that. Yes, you know? well, that's a gift from the NFL, yes, really. Oh, hey, right. first time ever Monday playoff game. Mm. Thanks, guys. Thanks, you got Raj. It, they know I rep the shield. <laughs> NFL right. hat owner. That's me. Um, I think... I mean, the bracket broke pretty nice for Tampa Bay, wouldn't you say? You're the Bucks guy, yeah. so yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I, what's the status? Do we know the status on Hertz? Is he? I'm sure he'll he, play. He'll play, yeah. right? Yeah. So I mean, you know, probably changes things a little bit, but I think Tampa Bay is probably pretty happy with their matchup because the alternative there was, I think, a lot of people were saying there there's uh, there's a likelihood that they would have played San Francisco, which would have been a pretty scary matchup for Tampa Bay. Definitely. I think. I mean, who wants to play San Fran right now? Yeah, know? honestly. Between San Fran and uh, Arizona there, do you would, do you like one more than the other to pull the upset? In the I, I like San Fran Same. way more. Like, yeah. the, as soon as I saw the matchup, I if if I could do an early pick right now, it's that it's San Fran's going to beat Dallas because San Francisco looks like a very confident team. Yeah. And, and they beat a heck of a team in the, in the Rams. And at no point were they, you know wavering did they look frustrated they kept calm cool collected during that ram during that uh rams game where at many points they could have lost the game so, 17 nothing rams uh, 17 yeah and they come back um they had a bunch of fourth downs that they converted on so i'm loving loving the the 49ers here and jimmy was hurt too and they still won so yeah yeah mm-hmm. they're poised and they're experienced i think the other game that kind of was similar to this one in my mind was the their game against the uh against cincinnati against the bengals where they just didn't lose composure they're, they're kind of veteran guys like uh like kittle kind of stepped up there as well as jimmy g so i you know i i like them i like their coaching to to maybe pull an upset there i think on the other side of things i think the cardinals really worry me they worry me quite a bit and i, I know they worry phil too because Cliff Kingsbury oh, they don't worry me. I just wrote him off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did write him yeah, off. Yeah. Kingsbury is a question mark. Uh, Kyler Murray, I, I don't know if he's not healthy or, or what, but he hasn't looked the same in the last back half of the year. And then just the team in general, it's, it's pretty injured. They've got you know injuries on the defensive line and things like that. So it's uh, they're a question mark in my mind. I would be surprised if they were able to pull off an upset. Yeah, I, I, I we'll see about that on uh, on Thursday. But for me, I was coming into this, and I liked—I sort of liked Dallas's chances to win the NFC um, earlier in the a couple weeks back because I thought really Tampa Bay. I mean, when they lost Godwin, I thought they lost an element of their offense that it was pretty necessary. And then obviously you had losing Brown on top of that. I mean, it's not really losing whatever the hell happened. But um, I thought Dallas—it was sort of open from there because I do think you can move the ball against Green Bay. But looking at how Dallas has played against. Uh, Arizona and against Philadelphia even, or the Philadelphia was sort of loitered in that one until the mm-hmm. fourth. I thought, you know, it really does look like Green Bay would be the, the prohibitive favorite here for most people. And add in that they get home field throughout and they're going to be on the tundra. I mean, it's going to be hard to pick against the Packers. That's what I'll say for the NFC. 100% the Packers, you know, still look as good as ever. And uh, that NFC title loss at home, you know, I, st- I still think, uh, you know, stings really bad. So um, if they get another chance to get the NFC title at home, it's going to be a big opportunity for them. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about that Lies Dan stuff. So I think, like, Adams and, and Rodgers are just going to be unreal for the postseason. Like, it's yeah. going to be crazy. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, last dance until Devontae Adams gets a franchise tag and has no choice about playing for them. No, that's Raiders next year, but <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, playoffs are all about peaking at the right time, really, in this sport. So you look at those helmets up there, and is one really sticking out to you as peaking at the right time more than others? Because, I mean, time and time again, that's what it's come down to. I mean, we saw it with the Giants when they went on their Super Bowl runs. Obviously, last year, Tampa Bay finished the year on a six-game win streak or whatever it was and went to the playoffs, road game, road game, road game, and won them all. Um, I think if you judge it by that criteria, San Francisco looks good and mm-hmm. Kansas City looks good. That's how, and obviously Green Bay. But I, I'm worried about Tampa. I'll say that much. 
Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure about Tampa. I, I, you know, I don't think there's any way they lose the game against Philadelphia's. I love Hurts and everything, but I don't think they lose that game. Um, but I'm, I'm looking here once again. The 49ers just impressed me so much. I don't know if it's recency bias because the game happened like what six hours ago after they had that huge comeback. But I've been so impressed with them, and uh, I, I don't want to rule Tennessee out. I, I still think Tennessee is a super dangerous team. I think the bye week helps them the most out of anybody getting uh, Henry back. Is going to be you know cause a disaster for other teams. Um, Julio Jones caught his first touchdown today. You can take that as you will. Congratulations. Is he getting, like you said, peak at the right time? Uh, that's all the playoffs are about. Um, AJ Brown, Tanhill, um, and and they're and if they can get a good effort from their defense, like we've seen at different parts in the year, they could be dangerous too. For sure. And you don't want to leave off. I didn't want to leave off Cincinnati and Los Angeles yeah. when I said no, that too, because yeah. they've been, both been hot the last couple of months. But yeah, Cincinnati would be the one I would kind of give a shout out to. And it's tough to they they just don't have a lot of this is like the one season they've they've been bad you know bad last season they don't have a lot of experience so it's hard to say uh, in that way but they've looked really good recently so I, I would like them to beat the Raiders and then uh, you know who knows what happens from there yeah I mean the Raiders are a good first matchup for them I really think yeah. so I mean that's a, that's a kind of team I know Raiders have a lot of heart and everything but Cincinnati on a good day should be able to handle Vegas I would think so so we'll see uh, MVP. It seems like it's going to be Rodgers, mm-hmm. but I mean, if a wide receiver is ever going to win, yeah, it's why good. wouldn't it be Cub? Cub had the most catches, yards, and touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He was like 17 yards short of uh, Megatron's record or something like that. Or yeah, maybe Alex 30. is taking a moratorium on the records, but yeah, I'm, true, I'm true, taking true. a chill pill, so you guys like go at it. <laughs> <laughs> he was three catches away from Michael Thomas's record too yeah. for catches. Yeah, a couple more slants in there, maybe he gets it. But you're still going Rodgers. Uh, yeah, I think I'll probably go Rodgers. Although Burrow, I, I don't think we've shouted him out on the podcast, but I think he deserves some love because he's really good. I saw someone on Twitter, I think it was, say that he's kind of what uh, the Browns hoped that Baker would be, where he's like kind of like yes. an underdog, yeah. tra- like true. a transfer, first-round pick. not like Cold-blooded. Yeah, like, yeah. a lot of swag, Killer. but not like a huge arm or anything yeah, or like no. crazy athletic, but... Obviously, you know what the difference is one's six three and one's five eleven. You think that's, that's the only difference? Mm-hmm. That's a big difference. I think there's a couple differences. Yeah. They thought they had like Russell Wilson or <laughs> Kyler in him <laughs> or something. Off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think you got to give him a shout out. But I think uh, it's still gonna be Rogers probably, just based on the narrative. Yeah, I've, if you know Rogers, I'm not taking anything away from him. It'd be really cool to see Cup win it um, as a wide yeah. receiver because I think like. He's he's been he's been just so great for them all year and and you know Stafford's wavered at points but man Cups Cups always been solid through through all seventeen games that they played so it'd be cool to see him win definitely uh, Black Monday is on and we are jumping the gun a little bit because NFL Network is going to start their coverage at four a.m. tomorrow so wow. be, so be ready for that but uh, you sort of caught, there was a barrage of leaks this morning at about eight a.m. I woke up with about. 200 tweets from Ian Rappaport just letting all the reports fly. That's how that's a sneaky move by NFL teams. Leak it before the game so nobody talks about it after except for this show. We got yeah. it. We we got the leaks. So I wrote a couple down here um and we can just sort of go through them again. Things might change by by the time you're hearing this but just take it with for what it's worth. Houston, they were saying David Culley might not return. They said, what? Yeah, hmm. they said, likely a one and done. And hmm? jo- they said Josh McDaniels would be the name to watch because oh. his brother works for the Texans and the Texans GM, Nick Casario, spent years with the Patriots. So, I mean... I'm still not going to believe that. I've, every time I've thought 
Josh McDaniels is getting hired, pen to paper, and somehow it never happens. Well, I want to go play. I mean, I want to go coach with Bill Belichick. So somehow he always goes back. I don't know. It seems like, I mean, leaving the Patriots for when you're with the Patriots for this long, you're like waiting for the right job. I mean, Texans, like I, I don't really <laughs> see. It. And I'm not. The Texans are, you know, they fight hard. They were <laughs> decent today. They lost by three today. True. They won like four games this year, maybe five. Uh-huh. Um, they got a stud quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Dollar Dollar Mills. Dollar, dollar that's Mills. your boy. That's but uh, what you have on that, Josh? <clears throat> I don't know. I wouldn't. Josh Daniel. Like all the Belichick coaches worry me a little bit. Like after Patricia, I think Josh McDaniels kind of terrifies me if I'm going to hire him. Uh, plus, I mean. It, I mean, it, it, Cully, was that like uh, the team's gonna kind of like? Is he gonna get fired? Is that what it sounded like? Or is he? They just said it, it, it's one dude. to watch as a one and done. That's all that's, I really read. That's, I, that's weird. surprising to me. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Cully. Um, I think you know Mills also like uh-huh. you know when Tyrod Tyrod got injured, <laughs> Mills came and we all thought he was kind of like a joke. But With Mills, I mean, what the heck? Like, he's a he's a premium Mike Lennon, like <laughs> premium, premium. Yeah, um, he was like ripping the ball today. Like, yeah. let's go. Then they covered. So, um, <laughs> I, I thought he did a really good job. Um, with, with this Texans team. Kind of kind of like the Detroit Lions, honestly, of yeah. the AFC. Just a lot of heart, some wins. Pretty good. Yeah, by firing them, I mean, that means you have some sort of expectation for what you're going to do. They surpassed my expectation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why not just continue to build that culture with whatever he's set in year one? Yeah. I don't love his play calling, but, I mean, mm. whatever. What can you do? Yeah. Um, it also, they said that Houston is adamant on moving Deshaun Watson before March 16th, good which luck. is the first day of free agency. I think they will move him, but I have heard that they're adamant on moving him before and nothing ever happens, so mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know. I mean, just with the caliber of names out there for quarterbacks available, like somebody's gonna just going to trade for him. True, somebody will true. panic. That's what uh, I think. That's a sticky situation. Yeah, that's very, a tough one. Very. Chicago's going to end Matt, Nag- Matt Nagy's tenure tomorrow. Good. Um, that's Is that we gu- should... guaranteed. <laughs> okay. Guaranteed. Um, he has been their coach since 2018, led him to a division title with Mitch Trubisky, and then the ball doinked, and uh, he was never the same. After that, he won coach of the year in 2018, in case you forgot. I so forgot. Oh, they I went 12 forgot. and 4. <laughs> mm-hmm. They went, how long? 12 and 4. Wow. With Trubisk and Matt Nagy. Wow. And one of the great anomalies in NFL recent wow. memory. I forgot Evil. that quick. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. So um, they said that they were looking for, quote, leader of men types. And they said Leslie Frazier, who coached Minnesota for a few years before Zimmer. If you guys remember that, I certainly do. But mm-hmm. they were looking for that. Seems like a classic overcorrection. Yeah. Like uh, we had like the nerdy like play caller. Let's get like a real man's yeah. man. Yeah. Like, remember when they Dan Campbell? Doing. Yeah. They want yeah. Dan. Yeah. yeah. They want to match. You know <laughs> the 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 lines in the division. Yeah. That might be like because they've had who they had the CFL guy before. Tressman. Tressman. Yeah. And he was like seemed like that. Well, type. this is the like same. A nerdy. Yeah. He was. He made players yeah. sit away not facing him in meetings he was a weird dude they had to turn their chairs around what the heck and speak to them yeah so you're saying the bears won't forget to fire nagy this time they won't they absolutely won't okay this is a double overcorrection because they went tressman to john fox who's kind of like a manly guy (laughs) and then then they're gonna go to leslie frazier so how exciting um do you think he comes back at some point as a head coach? You think people? I think twelve and four with Trubisky is good enough for someone to say, okay, like the Bears are oh, one man. of the messiest organizations out there. Like we'll give you another chance, maybe like another like lower market team. That, you think? You, not like as not a head this coach. year. Yeah, not this year. Not this but, year as a head coach. Sure, why not? I mean, if the Jags hired Urban Meyer, Meyer, um, <laughs> why not? I don't see why not Matt Nagy. 
Um, maybe if he proves himself, maybe as an like offensive coordinator or something somewhere else, and then I, I could see him getting another head coaching job because it's like, hey, I went twelve and four with Mitch, I won Coach of the Year, two playoff appearances, two playoff Mitch, appearances. Actually. I've had yeah. Yeah. all sorts of quarterbacks, you know, throw the ball for me. I've never really had a top ten QB play for me, even top fifteen, top twenty. I don't know. Um, yeah. Defense was always suspect. No wide receivers. You know, you never know. You're saying Dalton's not fit top 15. No. Disrespecting Alan Robinson, too. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, Alan's got problems. <laughs> I will, it'll be tough, I think, for him to get an offensive coordinator job anytime soon. I don't because. think so. I think he'll get one pretty yeah. quickly. Maybe. Maybe. I, don't, I think that was a big knock on him was that he the offense was so much better when he wasn't calling plays. Like, that is markedly true. different, That's especially also- with feels like it was like there have been people that have broken down the numbers and it's like night and day it's yeah. nuts that's tough in the interview room when they ask yeah like, so yeah. what happened was, here yeah <laughs> slide the paper over they <laughs> highlight it so what yeah. went over hey matt yeah. can you walk us through this one yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um minnesota will reportedly fire mike zimmer tomorrow he has been their coach since 2014 16 games over 500 for his career. Um, I think he'll find himself a job pretty quickly. Quick. I'm not, but that doesn't make the Vikings firing him wrong. I think they certainly are in need of a change of voice there. I mean, they've been close with Keenum and they never really hit that level with Kirk. They lost to San Francisco when San Francisco made the Super Bowl. So they've been close, but I think they're probably looking for, you know, I don't want to, like, obviously not looking for Nagy, but a Nagy type guy with like an offensive background, I guess, is what they're after. Yeah, I think that to me, I think we've mentioned this on the show before, but he strikes me, it strikes me as like a kind of like an Andy Reid firing with uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia where it's like, I mean, not to the same level, but you know, he's a really good coach, but you lose, you know, you, the, the, the situation kind of deteriorates. And so you have to part ways. It just makes sense. It's natural. Uh, and he'll find a job quick because I think he is a good coach. So I think it's the right move. And I'm sure he'll find a job maybe next season, honestly. Yeah, I like that take because I've seen a lot of points in not just football, but a lot of coaches where it's like, well, they're kind of washed, they're kind of old. You know, they've yeah, been the coach the at this team for a while, um, and then they move on. And you know, I think no doubt he'd be better with a you know a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins and and, and a stronger defense. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Vikings it was big time time to change. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they were one win away from the Super Bowl, right? They lost to the Eagles. Yeah. Um, Two thousand went in seventeen. Was Keenum? Yeah. That was after yeah. they beat the Saints, right? After yeah, they yeah. yeah. So yeah, they've they've been close. They have been. He'll find a job very quickly, whether it's head or DC. I'm sure. Uh, speaking of finding a job quickly, Vic Fangio was officially fired this morning from Denver after their loss yesterday. Um, three years there, he went nineteen and thirty. They immediately reported. I mean, the defense for Denver this year was still really good and among the best in the league, and that's his specialty, and he was a great defensive coordinator with Chicago. Everything you read is he is going to be one of the hottest D.C. names. As a head coach, again, maybe not. He is older, but I'm sure he'll be into work very quickly. And Denver, I mean, they become the first team ever to win the Super Bowl and miss the playoffs the next six seasons. So they certainly need something to change there. I mean... I don't know exactly where they go. They need a quarterback. There's not one out there. But, I mean, looking with a new head coach and somebody who can pick his own guy, I'm sure, is not a bad place to start. So, I, I just think it. stop focusing on everything else. Just get a quarterback. Yeah. Like I think you could bring in Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin, anybody. If you're, if you're going to have Drew Locke for a whole season, if you're going to have Teddy Bridgewater for a whole season, I don't think you can expect too much. And they went 7-10. and 10. I think that's respectable. And like you said, he tightened up that defense to be one of the best in the NFL. So Broncos, like you got to figure out your QB situation because no doubt I think with a better QB, they they would might have sneaked into the playoffs. Yeah, they have a very easy schedule. They easily could have done yeah. it. And you look back on their schedule, there's games they lost that 
they were right there for the, even yesterday. Yeah. They're in they're in the game until the fumble with six minutes exactly. to go. So anything yeah. on Denver? I mean, I said at the start of the season, I think they could have been a borderline Super Bowl team, and I think they have a Super Bowl caliber roster, but they're missing the one piece. So I think it's hard. Look, I, you know, to fire Vic Fangio, I can get behind that, but I don't think he. I don't think he's mostly at fault for the the way they played this year because I think his hands were kind of tied. I mean, you're playing with Teddy Bridgewater and then with Drew Locke in like the like final stretch of your season. So I think you find that quarterback, do whatever you can to get Aaron Rodgers there. Maybe like call him up and say like, which coach do you want? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a little tampering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Before he's on your team. Yeah. Hire his wife or something, you know? Yeah. Get yeah. somebody he wants. I don't even know. <laughs> but, you know, find that quarterback uh, because that's more important than a coach at this point because that roster I think is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cleveland will reportedly move forward with Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback. As we mentioned, he's yeah. due for an extension. I have no earthly idea what that'll ext- that extension will look like. I'm sure it'll be easy to get out of if it goes badly. Um, not a lot of guaranteed, I ha- if I had to guess. But uh, like we said earlier, this is, has to be a team that's looking to bring in at least competition for that spot, more so than Case Keenum. That's the way I see it. But Owen, oh, your boy. Yeah. Uh, I think you kind of covered it, Phil. I don't know. I don't think they're going to... I think he's he lost out on a lot of money. Um, but I don't think there's... I'm sure they looked and made some calls. And they said, there's no better option than Baker. So we're going to have to rock with Baker here. Um, but they're probably happy that they get a little bit of a discount, at least. Because he's not going to get what he even what he would have gotten before this year. You know? Yeah. So sometimes you don't bet on yourself. That's the that's the moral yeah, story. Because he lost a lot of money betting he, on himself. He did. Um, Seattle will reportedly not. Uh, if they, sorry, they reportedly don't have plans to uh, trade Russell Wilson. And looks like Pete Carroll will be back. They finished the season pretty strong, to be honest. And when I was watching him, I thought, you know, I mean, I didn't think Russell Wilson was healthy. I thought he came back rather quickly when he was hurt. So I mean. I think they've earned the benefit of the doubt to come back for another year. They have a long-term track record of success. Would you make a change there? Because the way I see it, I think they probably earn one more year and then you decide. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'd, I'd change much. I mean, Wilson missed like six, seven games. And like you said, he still kind of came back early rehabbing 20 hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah 20, 20 hours a day. 24. 20, yeah, so um, I'd, I'd definitely give them another chance. Um, maybe I don't know about you know moving on from Carroll. I don't know, but like I don't know even why you'd entertain the idea of moving Wilson unless he was like demanding a trade or doing like a holdout or something. I don't know, but I would not trade Wilson. He's still like a top ten QB, and um, he, he's he's still in great form. I haven't seen any signs of decline, so yeah, yeah. I'd keep him. I agree. Yeah. One thing I'll say on that though too is is to me Carroll's issue isn't necessarily his uh, coaching. It's he has a lot of like say in the front office from what I understand. And that roster is pretty poorly constructed in my opinion. Like that he's still Russell Wilson's going on like year three or four of having a terrible offensive line. (laughs) Year Um, 10. Yeah. Honestly, that defense is shaky. They made bad moves. Uh, Jamal Adams. So, you know, maybe say like you, you know, stick to the coaching there, uh, Pete and like, we'll kind of bring someone in or I'm sure they have a GM anyways, but like, give him a little bit more say and kind of get Pete out of the front office. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Las Vegas obviously made the playoffs, but uh, Jay Glazer started the day by reporting that they are very open to, quote, trading for a rock star head coach <laughs> and mentioned the names Mike Tomlin and Sean Payton and purportedly are very interested in Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they are. Yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> it seems like uh, Mark Davis just likes getting a coach for like 10 years and just being like, all right, like this is it. 
Like, I don't have to think about this yeah, anymore. Yeah. Which, can you blame him? I mean, it's kind of a good strategy, but I doubt Pittsburgh's going to be willing yeah, to trade Mike Tomlin, and I doubt New Orleans is willing to trade Sean Payton. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh, maybe. Yeah. Urban Jim, Meyer, I think, is a free agent. Yeah, he's a so rock star. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> certainly rock star. Jim Harbaugh, sure, like we said, um, but... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd love Mike Tomlin or uh, yeah. or uh, Sean sure Payton, would. Sean Payton, but I don't think that's gonna happen at all. But great strategy by Mark Davis, like you said. Just don't think about it for ten years. He's probably upset at Gruden. You know, he had to come back out of his hiding. He was like, "Hey, I give you a ten year contract. I don't want to think about the team." He's like, "Now I'm here again." So, um, yeah, hopefully that guy can live out the ten year ten yeah. years he gives him. Uh, I mean, how many games does Bisaccia have to win for them to keep him on? Like. Like, I think if he wins, like, against Cincinnati, I think they're going to keep him. Yeah, because yeah, I think they had a really strong finish here to end the season. Like, they beat the Colts. They beat the uh, beat the Chargers here at home. Um, and if they win a playoff game, too, I think I think you'd keep Versace. I wouldn't be quick to dismiss him, actually. Yeah. What about Zimmer? Oh, yeah. Makes some sense. That'd be interesting. I think he's a little older. Maybe, so, yeah. Mm. Not going to sign him to a 10-year? Maybe not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miami, Jay Glazer also said that Brian Flores is safe, but, quote, keep an eye on the situation there. Wow. Any guess on whatever the hell that means? I mean, it sounds like <laughs> I have literally no guess. So I just put it in there because I thought it was a wild thing to say. You just keep an eye on the situation there. Oh, thanks. Thanks, man. That really that helps me really out. Helps. Yeah, clarifies the situation. That's always great as an exit interview. Yeah. Hey, you're safe, but not really. Yeah. yeah. Keep keep yeah. an eye watch out. Watch your back. Yeah, watch your back. Yeah. Uh, Giants, Dave Gettleman was on the field before the uh, game taking pictures with his family. Alex, you broke the news on this show that oh, he was retiring. Yes. In November. That, when yeah, I had, in like October. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's I, done. I had no earthly idea, but you were right. Um, <laughs> Let's go. They said Joe Judge would be back a month ago, but considering how things went today, I guess that would be reevaluated. The third and nine QB sneak was not exactly <laughs> drawing the, the uh, attention of, in, in a good way of the fan base. So, I mean, that's probably the worst situation in the NFL, bar for bar, because they don't have a quarterback. They don't have a coach. They don't have much of a roster. They've lost each of their last games by over 10. I think seven in a row lost by over 10. Yeah. Yeah. They got Kadarius Tony. And um, his rap album. He yeah, really dropped a rap album. Oh, yeah. On SoundCloud. Okay, it's, we need to get him and Kodak dude, it's and the, Antonio Brown. Yeah. I'm telling you, Let's he and go. Kodak are like this. It's the most Florida you've, thing you've ever heard. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> we'll check I it out. I love Florida rap, <laughs> so uh, that's always good. Too. And he embarrassed himself with Ron Rivera just kicking his ass today. It's true. Yeah. So Clown show. Uh, last one, Detroit. I mean, it wouldn't be one without Detroit. Dan Campbell, obviously safe, obviously. But they're yes. not keeping offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn. They'll get a new play caller. That was the report, and uh, I wanted to congratulate Dan Campbell on breaking the record for most fourth down attempts in a season. Mm. He did it today. I love that. I think it went over 40. I stopped counting in the second quarter, but congratulations to Dan. That's a good record to have. So we think of Staley kind of as the fourth down god, but it's it's Campbell. Campbell, Yeah, Let's go. Wow, that's surprising. Dan Campbell does not strike me as like an analytical guy. He strikes me as like... You know, fourth down, we go fourth down. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a... Four, two yard, we go. (laughs) We go. (laughs) The black shirt. Um, That's it for Black Monday, really. I mean, we'll see if anything else comes in. Maybe something with the Panthers. They said the coach was probably safe, but that's about it. Anything else on uh, football in 2021? Yeah, a lot of teams going away. Hibernating now. Um, Not going to miss some of them, that's for sure. Like, yeah. The, uh, the Giants the were a handful. The Panthers were super annoying. You so know, I'm not going to miss the Falcons. Yes. I was just going to say. Yeah. Lost me so much say. money. So frustrating. <laughs> and uh, Not going to miss the Saints. Not going to miss the Saints. I'm not going to miss the Browns. Football you know, don't club. have to hear Baker talking too much anymore. So, yeah. True. 
Mm-hmm. Anything for you, Owen? No, I think you covered it. I'm, I am going to miss some of the bad teams. Like, I'm going to miss the Lions. I'm yes. going to miss the Jets. Mm. I don't know about you guys. It might just be me, but I'm going to miss... Uh, yeah, I'm miss the comedy factor, for yeah, sure. Yeah, the comedy factor. Mostly the Lions. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to miss the Lions. I'm going to miss Doll, Doll Mills. Yeah. He really impressed yeah. me this yeah, year. Yeah, he came on. Texans were cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Something about, I mean, something about Dan Campbell tells me that they he's not going to be out the headlines long. Something about <laughs> them tells me he'll be back. Yeah. Uh, we can go into weekend winners and losers. A little strap for time. Everybody want to do one? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, man, I got to pick my best one between the two. I got I got Ichiro and I got Johnny Manziel. Which one do you want to hear? Oh, Manziel. Johnny Manziel. You want to hear Manziel? Yeah. Uh, I still follow him on the gram, so nothing really too crazy to report. Like pretty much the same activities, golf sporting events drinking um partying but on saturday he was on drake's instagram story doing the money sign don't know if you guys saw that oh boy classic link up um and then espn's paul feinbaum finbaum i don't know yeah went off on baker this week he called him a quote punk and a poor man's johnny football yes i didn't think you could get poorer than johnny football (laughs) so just winner of the week for i guess somebody being worse than you a quarterback in the browns i guess i don't know that is tough that is tough. Yeah, and I I said this to you, Phil, too, but he was... Uh, um, he was trending on Twitter. Well, yeah, because somebody, like, added Johnny Manziel and was, like, talking about the Browns and about how bad Manziel was. And then Johnny was like, your team sucks. Like, basically, you guys are... A fu- like a, oh, Let me find the actual tweet here. I, sent I think, it to you. I think he was like, you're a dumpster fire or something from what you sent me. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. Give me one second. It's right here. He says, <clears throat> he says, I'm a reckless martini. You guys can keep being a dumpster fire wreck this martini yeah. okay. as if they didn't go they had a losing season and they still weren't like five games better than he was he showed them who's on top yeah i'm a wreck this martini yeah actually i really want to read each row so i gotta okay. i gotta tell you this <laughs> oh and this is gonna make you laugh so hard <laughs> two weeks ago i literally this happened like two or three weeks ago i literally had no idea but i have to put it in because i saw it and i was literally <laughs> like oh my god this is gonna be owen's favorite thing ever uh-huh. um each recently pitched in a baseball game uh-huh. in japan he threw 147 pitches and he struck out 17 against a girls' high school baseball team. Why? Why? I have no idea. But I saw the highlights and he's making them whiff. Wow! Like Wait, I don't. Is he pitching for a like a high school team? Like I don't know what the event was. It doesn't. It's in. It's in Japanese, so there's no way for me to understand it. But he's on the hill with the curved hat and he struck out 17 against that girls' wow. high school baseball team. Were they using the baseball or like was it a softball? Oh, it was a baseball. Wow, nice. Ichiro's not he letting him off easy. He 17. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was boy. racking him up, dude. I hope there was somebody in the crowd with, with the, the Ks, Ks dude. Yeah. Flipping them down. <laughs> Backwards K looking. Backwards 147 K. pitches. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. They didn't need a bullpen the next day. <laughs> His 58-year-old arm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ichiro. Sorry, I, I needed to tell you that. No, that's funny. good. That is good. What you got, Alex? Um, so uh, I'll I'll pick one winner here, and uh, it's the Jags, and, and for many reasons, um, so they kept that winning streak of beating the Colts uh, at home alive. Um, they also get to keep the number one pick. So that's so great. Two and dubs. Two dubs. They helped me win my lock of the week, too. So three that's dubs. Also three dubs. Great. Three dubs. And we have a fourth dub. No way. Um, and, you know, they finished off the season strong. And um, I don't know if you guys saw, but the video came out of, uh, of a girl that basically fired Trent Balky herself. Um, so, you know, at, at, uh, at the Jags game on the Jumbotron, she was doing some sort of trivia 
and it was you know what player went to this college blah 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 had this many receptions for the and then played for the jags all that stuff and uh there was uh three options a was tyler shatley b was brandon linder and c was ben barch and she goes d fire balky fire That's just fire <laughs> fire balky just not even like attempting to answer the question she just goes d fire balky i don't know if you saw it, but the jaguars fans like half of them were clown outfits oh, to the game today to protest trent balky because oh. he's two years as gm and he has a four and 29 record yeah so yeah and, and he hired uh, urban <laughs> and when she said that the crowd erupted like yeah. it was like yeah. they pick sixth yeah. I, I saw the other yeah. thing this other thing too that uh pick six there was like some advertisers on the game that were like we don't want to be associated with the clown game they were like trying to get their ads taken down <laughs> w to the jags this yeah. week like, yep. huge winners <laughs> yeah they wait until week 18 to show it off yeah way to go boys yeah all right my winner this week is isaiah thomas the not the guy we usually talk about but the like og the isaiah pistons. Thomas. the pistons isaiah thomas um so this week, uh, <clears throat> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, there's this tweet that says Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the only player in the top 10 in three of my of five main statistical categories. And then uh, this week, LeBron um, was able to, you know, get into that conversation being top 10 in three categories, which is points, assists, and steals. He had, you know, a couple nice mm-hmm. games this, go, this week. Uh, and then Isaiah Thomas responded to that and he said, the two goats, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and King James, let it be known. Nice. Yeah. So, not at all spiteful. Yeah. No. Not at all. So he doesn't. You know, he doesn't care about the Olympics, obviously, or anything like that. Uh, he's keeping it classy, uh, and he's just. You know, it's like the old head shouting out the, you know, the new guy on the block. So I. <laughs> he's had this him. take for a while. Yeah. I remember him even before LeBron won with Cleveland, going on TV and being like, "LeBron's a goat." <laughs> like he's been banging this drum. Yeah. So little he's vindication. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think literally, yeah. like, the Cavs beat the Bulls in round two in 2015. He's like, that's it. LeBron's a goat. <laughs> it up. Yeah. Solidified it for me. Yeah. I've seen enough. Yeah. Call it. Wow. Congratulations. Did you reply to that, like, on Twitter? Like, on Twitter, yeah. Wow. He's wow. Like, Twitter, he's, he's really right out there. I'm going to toss him a fall when we're done. <laughs> um, weekend losers. Again, we'll, I'll just pick one. Uh, Stomachs is my first loser. Houston Rockets. They announced a new food drop at the Toyota Center. Did you see this? <laughs> I love the food drops. You guys know that. Uh, jumbo mac and cheese hot dog uh-huh. with Fruit Loops and bacon. Oh, yeah. So you eat that in the first quarter and you're missing the second quarter. <laughs> You'll be back for the tip Big in time. the third. So Big time. That's tough. We, I mean, people were saying I'll try anything once. I mean, uh-huh. honestly, like Fruit Loops on a hot dog can't be that bad. I'm eating it. You're, you're crushing that? Man. Yeah. Two? Yeah. At least. I'm not going anywhere near that. No? I can't. I can't. I, can't eat, foodie. I can only eat cereal from like 8 in the morning to 11. After that, no. no, no. It, the window opens again at night for me. Uh, it opens again at night. Yeah. But if I'm like 6, like I'm eating cereal at 6 p.m. No. no. Alex has a, refi- a refined palate. I yeah, eat cereal yes. exclusively at night. Mm, yeah okay. like 9 10 11 p.m. you said you wouldn't eat it and owen went but you're a foodie i was like i don't think this qualifies i, mean, I don't think that I'm, qualifies as i'm food. saying you're a foodie so you like you like have a higher taste than i do like okay. i like gross food that's true <laughs> that's true what's you putting through this week what's you put um through? so i have some i've I, I got a couple but i'll go through them quick um my first loser is cheap shotting uh people from the balkans um that's you know 
for those of you who don't know, that's like Serbia, Croatia, Bosnia. Um, so tough for anyone who owns stock there because um, we know what happened with Morris when he just clocked Jokic from behind. Yeah, Kind of a similar situation happened. Um, Nurkic set a hard screen on Hero, and Hero thought it'd be a good idea to push Nurkic from the back to cheap shot him. And Nurkic just turns around and like slaps him on the forehead like a little toddler or something, like a little kid. Um, and uh, and then you know Tyler went his classic. Oh, hold me back, hold me back. But it's like, dude, you're not gonna fight Nurkic one on one. Chill. Of Hero <laughs> like, trying to fight him was times. like at one point, like the people stopped holding him, and he was like, whoa, whoa, like hold me, like, like <laughs> yeah, I'm not like, trying I'm, to go over. Yeah, there. I'm not actually like trying to fight him. <laughs> yeah. Um. So great video. And then this one's especially for Phil, um, Newcastle and Karen Trippier. Yeah. Huge L. Um, so Trippier, the big brand new signing, um, and on the Twitter account for Newcastle, they posted a new pic of him and the, and the new kit. Um, and one of the photos was actually him, uh, thinking that he was pointing to the crest, you know, you want to point to the crest, you know, show that you're in love with the team, the logo, support the yeah. team logo. Um, but he was actually pointing to a, what was it? Trip advisor. It was a kayak. Kayak. Yeah. It was a kayak, uh, <laughs> sponsorship logo that was on the, on his sleeve. <laughs> Stamped on the sleeve of the jersey. So big time tough. Tough for Kieran. You kind of not sure where his chest and nipple area is. And also tough for whoever let that slide. Yeah. Like, do not just look at the picture. They're like, the guy's taking the photos. Like, great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. He's not like, Kieran, like, like move your hand back. <laughs> yeah. Like, your, just your fist is bit. covering the logo. Yeah. yeah. So always make sure you're pointing the crest. And just this last one quick the Giants, um, because like you said, they drafted. Uh, no, they yes, they drafted Kadarius Tony in the first round. No touchdowns this year. Yes. Signed Kenny Galladay to mm. a 72-year million, 40-year contract. Million. No touchdowns. So t- I think it's great that Gettleman's getting out of there. I saw a so tweet, that, the tweet yesterday that said um, Dallas Cowboys have had 22 different players this season with a touchdown most in NFL history, and the guy just responded, Giants have 23 total touchdowns this <laughs> yeah. season. That's uh, funny. They got to 24 today, though. Congratulations. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. What's your big loser? <clears throat> My big loser this week is uh, Adam Schefter. So, Schefter. Oh, no. Not again. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Um, so, Schefter, a couple weeks ago, before the Bears, I think it was Bears somebody, maybe Bears Packers, I don't know. Um, he decided he was going to dance, and he's like, all, all the, you know, the kids are doing the gritty dance, so he decided he was going to oh. do a little gritty. Oh, yeah. A little gritty, and it was, for anybody that hasn't seen it, anybody that's seen Kirk Cousins, that's like kind of the floor of gritties. <laughs> this was maybe below the floor. Oh, it was scraping the Kirk. Yeah, it was so <laughs> horrible gritty. It was almost a different dance. Like, it's like a different kind of Oh, it was thing. a bunny hop. Yeah. Yeah, it was a... It was <laughs> With a, the boots, too. Like, yeah, he's wearing, like, the winter boots. Yeah, he had the Uggs. Yeah, he did. Shout out Tom Brady. Um, so... Yeah, he had this bad gritty, uh, and it's revealed that he actually suffered a torn meniscus in his knee uh, this week, which is an injury he suspects occurred when okay. he attempted to do the gritty dance at Soldier Field. Mm. Yeah, he was yeah. just mucking up the field, so there was no dancing. <laughs> he was just mucking it up, and I'm yeah. sure, you know, um, his foot got caught in the dirt a little bit, and it just yeah. yanked, yeah. and there you go. Uh, That's how you get it. Uh, yeah, meniscus uh, gone. Yeah. yeah. He smiled through it and kept doing the hop. Let's go. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He's also he did. a loser because with 12 minutes to go in the game, when the Raiders went ahead by 12, he said, Steelers fans can breathe easy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't breathe easy, dude. <laughs> not not for me. True. Um, national championship game is tonight? Yes. So, are you going to watch? We yeah, I'll watch, and yeah. I'm picking Georgia. Okay. Whoa. Georgia minus three and a half is the line I was seeing. 
You're picking them against the I'll spread? I'll take money line. Right. Not confident about the minus three, but... Oh, I'm taking Bama. You going to watch? All day. Oh, yeah. I'll be watching. Yeah. I will always watch the national championship. It's yeah. a good enough game. Who are you going to take? Nah, I don't like Saban, so I'll take Georgia. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna be a, t- a tough night, I'm sure. Hot take of the week, it's yeah. time. I'll you go. Want, you want to yeah, go? I'll go. Yeah. I got a short one. Um, hot take of the week: Fred Van Vliet will be the weakest All Star of all time if he makes it. Who Relax. said that? Uh, Le Portland. Le Portland. Le Portland. He's got a picture of Joe Burrow, so not really sure what's mm, going on. Got to cover all corners of the map. Yeah, I got to cover all corners. Um, dude, like. I'll like get you like a Sportsnet account, like a TSN account. Like it's okay. Like you can watch a Raptors game. Just watch a Raptors game, and you'll know what I'm talking about. It's very much true. Fred yeah. Van Vliet is nasty. Yeah, the, uh, Jeff Teague I think made the All Star game one year. <laughs> Jeff Teague is very weak of an All Star, so don't go at my boy Fred. Dude, Jeff Teague, what an All Star! There's got to be some bad ones out there. I think that's a good challenge for next show. If yeah. we can, if everybody comes in trying to find the worst All Star ever and we can do a little bit of research and pull it up i think that's a good goal i think i think that's something to yeah definitely we should do that let's do that park it in no conclusive evidence next week um my hot take of the week this guy came in with a flamer and it's five sentences but he got like four of them right it's okay. literally just one that he oh, completely messed finish up it. okay so you guys let me know when you hear the part that is wrong it's about russell westbrook by the way so it's the tweet, Even better. The tweet is in reference to russell westbrook 45 million for this guy that's right okay mm-hmm. so, yeah, that is his contract Correct. fact <laughs> this is why he's on his fourth team that's also fact yeah okay lebron is the gm and the coach some would fair. say but yeah uh-huh. some would say Leaning more towards fact uh-huh. that's exactly why julius randall left <laughs> whoa <laughs> i'm not sure about that one <laughs> okay Hold on. Because mm. LeBron's the GM, Julius Randle cut. Like That's... five years before LeBron even yeah. came. Yeah. Okay. Interesting Dream time. <laughs> Dream teams never work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When Durant joined the Warriors, that definitely that did not definitely work. definitely didn't work. So maybe like Miami three... didn't win two championships in a row. Yeah. Maybe three for five. Yeah. The Celtics. Yeah. yeah that never worked. No. Cavs. Lakers, Shaq, Kobe, that didn't work either. No. Yeah. So yeah, it's actually tough. He's right. Yeah. It is. But. That Julius Randle take was so flammable, I had to get it in there. <laughs> Do we have to Julius Randle respond to the take? No word. No word. No word? He, okay. he gave a thumbs down. Mm. To the Knicks fans. If you know what I'm referencing. That's right. Yeah. That's right. A little yeah. Francisco Lindor ask. Yeah. We yes. got to get somebody on that, like somebody on that beat asking him, because this could be a big story. It could be. Yeah. What you got? Only oh, hot take. So I'm sure everybody's seen this, but I wanted to give it a shout out. It comes from a uh, <laughs> member of Legislative Assembly, an MLA from, uh, I think, Manitoba. Um. It's a province in Canada. A province in Canada, that's right. That's a good point. Thank you, Phil. Um, And uh, he tweets, Even after a 12-hour night shift at the hospital last night, my wife still has the energy to shovel the driveway. God bless her and all her frontliners. Time to make her some breakfast. And it's a photo from like, it looks like the second floor of their house. And it's just, maybe I would say, it's a thick drop of snow. So maybe like, you know, 10, 15 centimeters. Like, you know, however many inches. Seven inches or so. It's a lot. And it's just the wife after 12 hours with the shovel in her hand. And somebody in the comments was like, pulled up the weather from that day. It was minus 25. It was like minus 30 with a wind chill. And she's just shoveling. And just like taking the photo. And then like, I'm going to make, you know, some breakfast. So. And you know like, what the breakfast was? Probably freaking Eggo waffles. Like yeah. he probably didn't even try some to make pop breakfast. Tarts. Yeah. Some Pop-Tarts. Oh, yeah. I left the toast in too long, honey. I'm sorry. It's just black. Yeah. yeah. So he's getting absolutely raked in the comments. It has like 35,000 likes and 19,000 quote tweets. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. So <laughs> he kind of turned himself into a meme, but the tweet's still up, so he's sticking by his take. I mean, that feels like a curb episode, man. It is. And oh, then yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> he retweeted his wife, who said, "All I wanted to do was shovel." So his defense is that <laughs> she she wanted to go out. After her 12-hour night shift, instead of going to sleep, she wanted to go out in the minus 30 and shovel the giant driveway that, that they have. such cap. Yeah. 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 So he's fine for his life, but... Oh, take of the week for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, his excuse was probably she was already on so much caffeine. Right. Yeah. She was ripping it on the 12-hour. Yeah. Right. She's like, I still have so much energy. Yeah. So he's like, why right. not use it? Dude, she just had to me go like out when I'm tired. She's fine. Yeah, yeah. Plus, she already was probably in a cold car. Like, he was in the warm house, you know? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Cold yeah. car, like... and. And she might also kind of, like her muscles might still be warm. Like right. if he just got out of bed, it's like oh, I uh, can't. But right. you're still, you know, why would charged. I pull you out? You're still charged. That's like, right. And when your you, muscles when, are still, it's warm. like when you do like a hard sports, like a go for a long run. You there's a cool down period. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. get injured. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Don't want to strain anything. Yeah. So he's I think he's looking out for health. Plus, I'm sure. Like Alex said, I'm sure the uh, like Pop Tarts Eggo Waffle was probably hitting nice. I'm yeah. sure she was yeah, loving that. After yeah. She was loving that. Yeah. yeah. He's like, ah, uh, like there's an Oreo and a strawberry left. He said, nah, I want the Oreo. Yeah. Like, you can have the strawberry. Yeah. The only reason that theory doesn't work is if the the Trump idea that the human body only has enough has a certain amount of finite energy in it and then after a while it just dies and you die like a battery? if that's true then she's overcharged for yeah. a day yeah so yeah true gotta watch out for that yeah um that was definitely a 10 i mean just the football was so good today i can't even uh i got i mean my mindset is taking a hit now yeah christmas is over yeah and true. football regular season's done no more red zone like one game at a time from here on out we're running out of games it's cold there's no like holiday to look forward to. Spring's far away. Summer's mm. far away. Not to yeah. get too depressing here no, at the end of yeah. a 10 out of 10. But yeah. I'm no, just... it's 10 out of 10, but I didn't expect that Week 18 would be this good. Because we were yeah. bashing Week 18. Oh, it's going to suck. It's going to be this. The only good game that was that's going to happen is the Ra- Raiders-Chargers, which was good. But I didn't expect we were right all about these that. others. We were right about that. Yeah. But, I mean, all these other games were really good too. So it was definitely a fun week. Yeah. No, it's t- for sure 10 out of 10. Set it yeah. for next week. Next week's gonna be crazy. Yeah, Wednesday we'll do, or sorry, Thursday we'll do our picks for the Super Bowl and for the Wild Card Weekend. It's gonna be very exciting. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm working on. Um, you can you can take a guess on who this would be, but I'm working on a guess for maybe five minutes to explain why Sunday's North London Derby is so important. Mm. You can take a guess uh, of who that might yeah. be. Yeah. When I heard a guess for five minutes, I was thinking of a different one. Uh, I was, yeah. I know who you were I can't wait. Of. Can't wait. A little, a little season recap for a Detroit Lions, maybe, is yeah. who you were thinking of. Yeah. Or uh, how it is to raise three boys. Too. Oh, yeah. We're working on that as well. But um, no, we'll be back on Thursday. It's going to be a good show. You won't want to miss that one. Maybe we'll have Adam back from health and safety. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Adam, Thoughts feel better. Prayers. Feel better. Yeah. Feel better, Adam. Mm hmm. With whatever you have. Yeah. Yeah. COVID or not, yeah. feel better. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday.